our guest is going to be so upset. This this Friday intro song is playing, and she's not here for it. But she heard it yesterday. Mm. Mm. Do we know this person? Yeah, uh, you okay. don't. You don't. Oh. Um, and it, Bethany, it's not the guest that I teased you with. I I canceled Diddy's vet appointment. Why? So it was. I guess he needed some ear. I don't think he needs a rabies shot. And uh, he, he could use a nail clipping. <clears throat> do you remember? I, I might have showed it to you. He had a little thing on his face, like a very small, I don't even know if I should call it like a nodule or it wasn't a sore. It was something. Oh, Bethany just disappeared. She's like, I'm not having Eric not taking care of his dogs. <laughs> I am the F out of here. Um, I, I can listen to you take care of your dogs. No rabies shots, but what? Uh, I'll wait for her to come back. Okay. Um, hey, but I could use your help, and we're going to get to the thing that you just mentioned a couple of seconds ago. We'll, we'll save that for, you know, save it for the air. I okay. Need, I, I haven't come across, and maybe I have to <clears throat> listen back to these podcasts. And Phil, uh, Philip, I don't think I told you, but Floyd, he hasn't been here all week except for Monday because he's like the only one of two or three responsible people at the store, so he has been called oh, yeah. upon to work a lot. <clears throat> Hi, Bethany. Mm-hmm. Hi, sorry. Welcome, welcome back. Um, <laughs> but I don't know what to call this because it used to just be the podcast edition of the Morning Reboot. But, mm-hmm. Philip, that's now two TMRs that are no longer in existence. <laughs> I was going to say, every time we incorporate TMR to something, it seems to freaking go away. So, so <laughs> I, I just I just play our opening music and I, and I get us going. Um, Bethany, so he had – did I show you the picture of what was on Diddy's – the right side of his nose, his face. Yeah, yeah. So I just noticed, like within the last week or so, it vanished. Like it went away as fast as it came. In fact, when I was walking him yesterday, after I already canceled his his vet appointment, I said, "Diddy, come here." We were walking, and I said, "Diddy, let me see your face." And he let me hold it, and it wasn't even that. It was just a a, a mark on his nose that I saw. So um, it went away. And that, that, how that's big? like a sunspot or something. Yeah. Yeah. How big was it? God. It uh, no, 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 no. I, I mean, <sighs> Philip, I know you have long fingernails, so you can cut. What is it? Your coke nails? Yeah. 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 My coke nails. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? It was the size. I'm looking at a pencil right now. It was the size of the eraser on on a pencil. So very small, and it didn't look yeah. gross or anything like that. Bethany, if I had to give it my best guess, maybe he got stung by something. That could be, it, but it was like more brownish, wasn't it? It was. It was than red. It, it it wasn't any color where I was like, oh, that that looks like they're gonna have to take your face off. Um, so it's it's gone now, and uh, well, that's good. You know what everybody told me? Just watch it, and I I really. They gave me uh, they gave me some pills to to calm him, and it, it's a process because uh, he they got muzzled last time, and they're like, "Don't bring him back here uh-huh. without these," because um, he does not like his paws touched, and he he does need his nails clipped. But they gave me stuff to give him, and his nails aren't that bad. Andre's were, were kind of sharp, and what's the inner nail thing called? The dew claw. What? Yes, the dew claw. Oh. <laughs> I was like, the what? The velociraptor part. He needed that. Mm-hmm. Diddy's yeah. not so bad. So I'm like, I don't want to subject him to going to the vet because it's just pure t- 
torture and torment for him. But I was more concerned about his face. So no, the guest today, still not here, though I, though I did text her. Um, Alex and I, and I apologize for yesterday's podcast not being fleshed out and me fumbling over things. We just kind of zoomed through it. So I invited Alex to join us again this morning. Yay! Yeah, yeah, I like Alex. And the last time we talked to her, we on here, she was like headed somewhere, like in the car, and the queen feet was not being her friend at all. So, well, yesterday, uh, yesterday, she, I should have told her that she could have done this on her phone. I think she plugged into her computer, which Floyd sits naked on his phone and does this. But yeah. we got started. Mine is my iPad, so I understand. Yeah, you, you don't have to be plugged into a, a computer because. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure it out. We got started late yesterday, and then she went away at like 5.50, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and she's like, the power went out. And then it don't, uh, I guess her place got hit by lightning a couple weeks ago, fried some game systems and some washing machines in her her rich Perrysburg complex. (laughs) And then it dawned on me, she was probably doing this on her computer, which you don't have to do. Yeah, I just use my phone, but I have to... Like, yeah. I have to go to the settings and display and tell it to never auto-lock because that's what happened to me just a couple minutes ago is that if the screen oh. goes black, it shuts it off. Right. So I have to make sure that my, my iPad, phone is, like, fine. Like, up and running. My iPad's dark now. And it's, I just but I can't do anything else with my iPad. Like, if I try to, like, surf the web or send text messages yeah, and work on my iPad while I'm talking to you guys, it's horrible. I don't but have any. You can go to sleep. I don't have any text message. I won't send you guys any pictures this week, like I did last week, which was a completely classic, <laughs> a classic episode. Um, Gosh, if oh you God. missed that, I, uh, I I I was talking about OnlyFans and then how uh, there's orgasm gifts, a Twitter account, and then I sent quite an intimate picture to to the crew and uh we were just talking then it was you say intimate i say obscene like there's a huge difference in what you say intimate completely is. Obscene. like like none of us so you say that like none of us have ever done that or had that done to us before not to that Listen. extent that is that is abuse <laughs> it's just not right it's like when uh when you're when your kids when you when you're a kid, did you guys have this fear at the water fountain, especially when you were bullied, that you were leaning into the water fountain and and some jerk was going to come up and smash your head into it? Um, oh, I was that jerk. Yeah, happened yeah. all the time. Well, that's how wet that woman's face was. <laughs> oh my god. We have a lot to get to. Um, first, it's Phili- way too early in the morning. For sorry, that. sorry. Uh, Phil, <laughs> we have a lot to get to, but first, I want to run something by you mm-hmm. and. I'm leery. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's anything I can do about it. And I, I know you hate this stuff, but you have the best insight, I think. So remember when I got a new phone? Mm-hmm. The new one you got now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's an yeah. 11. And, and Bethany, you were like, you'll get used to the swiping up and all that nonsense, yeah. right? So all good with the phone. My first bill was $143. Activation fee, blah, blah, blah. Texted mm-hmm. AT&T Amy. All good. Get my next bill. $114. My previous what? bill was 85 with my phone paid off. And mm-hmm. she gave me the spiel that, you know, what what we're doing here, it'll be lower than that. And the, and she did say the phone was free. The only thing I had, I was very careful to pay attention. Uh, I wasn't, it wasn't like I, I was caught up in her beauty by any means because this is a big deal. Um, 
and I'm pretty sure she said there's no cost. The phone's phone's free. It's not like I got the newest, latest, and greatest, and I only had to pay the $50 tax that day. Um, my bill was $114 this time, and I looked on there, and it's got a $23 a month charge for the new phone. And if you take that mm-hmm. off, that that's, I guess, about what my bill should be. And she gave me some nonsense. I, I don't know if... Hold on. Let's. She sent me some screenshot of. I'll send this to you, Phil. Maybe you can help this out. Yep, that starts yeah. on your thir- your third bill for your new phone, and will get refunded on the first and second. See first bill. I I don't know. I feel like I got. Bait, so, bait. like you don't have to send it to me. I can probably tell you what it is, and it's this thing that they've always done, and there's always going to be somewhere down the pipeline of you paying for the phone to some degree. There's never just the phone is free. Like, even if you're somebody who's on, like, the, the leasing plans of, like, you get a new phone every so and every mm-hmm. year, it's like, you're still paying for the phone up until you give that phone back, and a certain amount of the phone has to be paid off before you can even give it back to get an upgrade of a new phone. So somewhere in there, she got you, and she may have, like, done the, the great carrier thing that they do in America where they beat around the bush and make it sound so great and awesome, but, like, you're paying for that phone somewhere in that bill. Even if it looks like there's a discount for $23 every month, somewhere in the rest of that... You're paying something for that phone. That's what I, and I just sent this to you. I know that I, you don't have to look at it now, but so that's what I thought it it said from her inscrutable text messages yesterday where Mm -hmm. I'm paying for the phone, but there are other discounts in there that offset that, which I guess is okay. But, um, and if it's 114, fine. I'm, I'm fucking pissed. Um, but there's nothing I can do about it, right? No, because you like you essentially you have like a contract now to where you you've signed yourself into doing it. I can never like this, but yeah, like it's it's one of the most frustrating things because here's here's what I noticed because I had a carrier. I'm not going to name any names, but I had a carrier, and they basically told me the same thing. And I thought I was being super like diligent and going through and making sure everything was what it was. And they're like, yeah, so like you will see a charge monthly for the device, but you will see discounts at other places. Looking at these fucking discounts that they give, they're making shit up basically and putting prices to them and then taking it off saying that we're giving you a discount. Well, you're not getting a fucking discount. They just made stuff up. Right. They're just like, oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna take your roaming charges off. I live in fucking Toledo. I call up my dad who lives five minutes away from me. What roaming charges are you talking about? So it's stuff like that that was very frustrating. <clears throat> well, so let me try to rationalize this for myself. I think as both of you have pointed out, I needed a new phone anyway. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't very convincing at all. So. all right. I mean, you did. You did, though. I, so, I mean, do you, but what phone do you have? It's an, it's an 11. The 11 regular. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so w- will my bill come down at all from 114? It depends on what kind of program you signed up for. Like if you sign up for like the leasing situation, then it won't come down. Um, if you signed up for like just the contract itself and just to have the phone and you're like you're buying it from them, then once you pay the phone off, it will. But, oh, fuck um, that. That's like three yeah. years. Yeah, yeah that's, that's another thing with AT&T. They thought they were being slick because the price of the phones went up and they were like, you know what? We know that you need to actually pay for your phone, so we're going to go from two years to three years and spread that payment out more for you. So, uh, but yeah. So, how how come more 
like I, I'm there are people who are in a much worse situation than I am where like I can mm-hmm. I can bite this bullet and I don't think it's my fault, but ultimately it falls on me and nobody reads the fine print. So how come yeah. like there's no better business bureau nonsense going after these people? Because this is this is this is a bad look. You know, like it's a monopoly and nobody right nothing else. All right, fair enough. Yeah, because everybody else is doing the same thing. So as long as like everybody's following suit, then it's gonna be what it is. So in a month I'm gonna text this girl again and go, the bill didn't go down, this is Mm -hmm. shitty business, and she'll be like, Oh, I'll see what I can do and I'll never hear from her again and I just have to live with it, right? What they'll do is that usually they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, we're understanding your frustration. What we'll do is like we'll knock this off for this month. But for the rest of the time, you have to you have to pay the full price, blah, blah, blah. Like they'll fess up to the fact that they basically like kind of got you, but they're not going to let you get away with not paying for it. All right. I and <laughs> Philip, I think you, you know me. I don't ever I'm, I'm good with my, my money. I'm, I'm smart. Oh, yeah. I, I do yeah. my, my homework on stuff. So I, I feel fucking awful. And you, I was thinking about this. I'm probably going to go after somebody. Like I go to that target where, where this happened a lot at spring meadows. Mm-hmm. So these people are in there regularly, maybe not the same girl, but I'm going to, in a very calm, but condescending tone, you know me when I'm, I'm yelling <laughs> at you and making you feel like a fucking moron, but you don't know it until after the fact. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that to the next AT and T person that I see there. And I mean, I'm, yeah. And I'm gonna say, you know what? If you feel like shit right now, go talk to Amy. She'll make she'll make it all better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't even know what to say about it. It was always like a very devastating thing when people would come into our store and they would explain to us like how they just dealt with something like that, and then like we break it down and we explain it to them for like for like how we understand it to be and how it actually is not in that carrier corporate term, not terminology. People are like, that's really messed up. And I'm like, yeah, it is really messed up, unfortunately. But, you know, like it sounds nice and they sell it really well. So people go for it. Yeah. May I suggest next time you get your phone from Apple and just let them connect the carrier? I thought that him and I already had that understanding to to be truth with you. I don't know why he shied away from it. That's what I do, and it is so much easier on my life. That's what I. That's what I, I think I've almost always done. In 2017, mm-hmm. when I got whatever it was, the eight. That, that's what I did. It showed up, mm-hmm. delivered, and uh, I forget. Before then, I that I would buy them through work because we got a. I got a work discount um, for iHeart or Clear Channel or whatever it was at the time. So, and I, I guess the only way to justify this is if I wanted a new phone one way or another I was going to be paying what I'm paying right oh yeah at the end of the day you're paying for the phone like you're going to end up paying whatever the price is for the phone and then it really comes down to like service so it's the same thing here except for like service there maybe between 40 and 60 dollars a month whereas in here I get the same service for 10 pounds a month and it's a lot cheaper so if I uh, give you my AT&T login to, to pull me up on an app. Can you look at any of it and go, this is this can be fixed or is that pointless as well? Yeah, I mean, at this point, it may be pointless. And plus, I mean, I can't look at it here. When I win and if I get to Toledo, I can look at it for you, but all that stuff won't pop up for me here anymore. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. maybe I'll call AT&T. I'm pretty good about mm-hmm. being calm to customer service and usually that works to my benefit. It does. It will. You be yeah, calm. You Stay to. calm. Oh, I, I do. I do. I do. Um, yeah. I I give them the kind of like the sob story and the guilt. I remember when 
this was a, a dumb mistake. Um, when I got my house carpeted, Jody had sent me through Empire. Karen, her I think her name was Karen or Kathy. And for some reason, the, the, the two Mexican fellows who put the, the carpet in, who barely spoke English but were very good at carpeting my place, they're like, you know, uh, we don't have enough carpet for your stairs. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, it wasn't on the <laughs> estimate. I'm like, why would I not get carpet on my stairs? He's like, I don't, I don't know, but we don't have enough. So I called the lady up, and um, she said she'll knock the cost off, or or, or she'll buy, she'll um, whatever her, she got paid, she'll get rid of it. And then I called Empire. I was like, "Hey, look, this is uh, this is like an extra couple hundred dollars that I hadn't budgeted, and I was going to use that for you know some repairs that I needed done." And I was like, whatever you can do to help me out, I appreciate it. But if you can't, I understand. And then a couple hours later, I got a message saying, hey, they've, they've knocked that off and they'll, they'll get the thing carpeted for me. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was clearly their fault, though. This is clearly AT&T's fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, let's uh, let's turn. I don't know where the hell Alex is, but um, let me play you guys a couple of new songs. OK, okay. first up. Is um Sam? We don't like Sam Smith, do we? I like Sam Smith. Okay, it's probably big over in the UK already, Philip. Sam Smith, Diamonds. Hearts already been sold. Show you how little I care, little I care, little I care. My diamonds leave with you. You're never gonna hear my heartbreak. Never gonna move the dark ways. Baby, you're so cruel. All right, next up, Chance the Rapper and Justin Bieber. Can we end on the second? Cause the way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me Feel so holy They say we're too young and the, the players say don't go crushing Wise men say fools rushing But I don't know They say we're too young and Jet ski I know the spots that got the best We going next week I wanna honor, wanna honor you Rise groom, I'm my father's that one's called Holy, and my thought is it's not like Bieber's best, but it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a Christian or a religious or a spiritual song. I was just about to ask about that. Yeah, it it's it's yeah. that theme or genre that Kanye tried, but his was trash, and that's at least listenable. So like that uh, Sam Smith track you just played, I don't listen to the music at my gym because like it's just not music. They just it's really consistent in what they do and how they play music and it's frustrating. But that song does play a lot and I heard it for the first time the other day and I was like, Okay, Sam Smith, I see you. It just came out last night. I literally heard Diamonds, right? That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it um like earlier in this week and it kept playing. So uh They probably got it earlier over there, Eric. I don't know. I doubt that. Actually, music all comes on at once, right? Yeah. Hold on, Philip. Back up. Why are mm-hmm. you listening to like music at the gym as opposed to what's in your ears? I'm not, but I can hear when music switches over. Got and it. Sometimes the sometimes one of the gym because my gym isn't that big, and there's not so many people who work there. One of them like pumps music up so loud, and I can always hear underneath my music. But um, mm-hmm. and then also Justin Bieber thing. I didn't realize his last album. I actually like it. Like I've never liked Justin Bieber music, and I listened to his last album, and I was like, kind of actually digging it. Uh, so yeah, we can we can see about their their Christian music, him and Chance. The more I listen to Intentions, which we've all heard 
10,000 times. I listened to, I never listened to lyrics, but I've heard it so much now, I, I pay attention to the lyrics. And I'm like, this might be his best song. I, Love Yourself was something. Um, the Selena Gomez and all that stuff. But the, Intentions is really good. It might be his best song, best written song ever. Yeah, it's yeah, a good I like, I like me some Justin Bieber. I think he's finally gone through like some actual like hardship, and he's like been he he didn't have a that squeaky clean image, and he thought that that was fun at first. Then he actually realized how like life actually does suck, and it's hard. And I think it changed his music okay. a little bit. So we'll we'll see. So that was that. I don't know if it's going to be a, a big hit like Intentions because it's it it is really evangelistic. Um, and I don't need any of that stuff, especially after the last movie I just watched, which was, was had a lot of church stuff in it. Um, but the, every time when Sam Smith does <clears throat> something up tempo, I'm always more apt to like it rather than some ballad. Remember, all his stuff was so whiny to get going, which is fine, but it was too much. <laughs> yeah, he cried. He cried a lot, didn't he? Yeah, a lot of a lot of desperation. Bethany, what do you think? Um, I I like it. It's it's not like. Yeah, it's not my favorite Bieber song, but I think if I had listened to it in the whole, because when Yummy came out, I thought that was the most ridiculous song. It was, and then yeah. it, but it slowly, so it slowly grew on me. So you know? good, <laughs> it, it slowly grew on me. So, what's what I like the Bieber Sam Smith song. song. Yeah, what's your favorite Bieber song? Oh God, I don't know. I, I, like I think it. I would have to go. Go ahead, back. Bethany. I think I'd have to go back and like, like old school through them all to determine like which one I listen to the most. I like as long as you love me with Big Sean. Oh, I don't that? Like that one. 2013, 2012. Yeah, this is me pre Bieber. Like I'm, I'm like recent Bieber. Just because you love me, is that what it is? I'm about to listen to it right now. Anyway, hold on. I think I here. I have this. One. I think it's as long as you love me. As long as you love me. The music in it really gets me. As long as you love me. As long as you love me. Go under pressure. Seven billion people in a. I remember that. Didn't like that. <laughs> Cheesier than yummy, and people might may or may not remember yummy in ten years, but there was a song in. I don't know, 2010, 11, when Bieber first started to skyrocket to fame, and he did it with Sean Kingston. Do you guys remember that and what it was called? Is it? Oh no, I was a beautiful girl. What was it? Beautiful girl is Sean Kingston, but a great song. Um, I love that song. It, it it's called Eeny Meeny. I I, Wait, I, what? I I kid you not. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Bieber and Sean Kingston did a song called Eeny Meeny. I've never. I don't I think I've ever heard that. Do not recall such things. Yeah, I was so eeny. It it wasn't a hit, and I mean, we didn't have you didn't have Spotify or Pandora or anything like that back then. Um, but yeah, eeny meeny was the thing many years ago. I'll, I'll try to find it later. And wait, to, you know what? <laughs> Beaver song I love. <laughs> one time his Christmas. His Christmas. Oh, my album. mistletoe! 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 It's a good song. I did not know he had a Christmas album. Yeah. And Thoroughly intrigued right now. <laughs> when, when, that song is great. When we get to to Christmas time, and I don't know if we did this last year or not, but I have a mini Christmas rant that people, 
and I'm never going to win this fight. But people need to be more accepting and embrace Christmas songs that are new releases by pop artists because they overlook some really good ones. Um, some yeah. some have penetrated like contemporary contemporary Christmas songs, but really the last the last Christmas song to penetrate like the Christmas playlist was "Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays" uh, by NSYNC. I don't. Mm-hmm. There's some other good one. The Jessica Simpson, Nick Lachey, "Baby It's Cold Outside," good song. Yeah. Um, the Ariana Grande, "Santa Baby," <laughs> good song. Pussycat Dolls did oh "Santa Baby." But see, the Santa Baby songs give me a little bit of like palpitation, especially coming from like Ariana Grande. It's like it's so sexual, and they like whisper sing. Yeah. I'm just like stop, right? Um. But and a Taylor Taylor Swift Taylor Swift did last Christmas. I like that song. And uh, the the Bethany, I compl- I've never agreed with you more on something. The Bieber song is really good. It's so good, and he does Drummer Boy with Busta Rhymes. That's not bad either. Wait, what? He what I, in the I, actual? Uh, <laughs> yes, he has. Okay, his he has a Christmas album. I don't even know when it came out. Like. 2010, 11, like sounds, so sounds right. long ago. And it's called Under the Mistletoe. And there's a song called Mistletoe, which is like my favorite. And then he does Drummer Boy with Buster Rhymes. And he does like Falala with uh, Boys to Men. Good stuff, man. Bethany, we're gonna start. We're gonna start our own uh, streaming radio station where we play contemporary artists with good Christmas songs. I'm all about it. Well, it'll be. It will likely be a pretty short list, but those songs do exist. My favorite, more current, um, little drummer boy. Back to this guy again. Sean Kingston does a version, and I love it. What? Yep. Really? Yeah. You know, I think I'm just very in the dark about like the pop Christmas music solely because Christmas music is like the worst thing in the world. Being somebody who has worked in restaurants and retail for so long. Christmas music is the one thing that I will take a fork and like stab my eye out with because it starts in September. It starts around my birthday and it doesn't fucking stop until like February. I just, I just can't. No, you got to get, get the, like the new stuff. Like Pentatonix, I like their Pentatonix. Christmas albums are phenomenal. Oh, I, well, they're I, phenomenal though. Um, Christmas Eve Sarajevo, the, the, the instrumental song from, from Trans-Siberian. Everybody yep. like that. That's the big hit, and that song is so big and so epic. But I like another song of theirs, Wizard. It's either Wizards of or In Winter. It's the up tempo one that a lot of people will do, like Christmas light YouTube videos to or whatever. You'd know it if you heard it. You'd know it if you heard it. It's, okay. it's a, so. Um, all right, Bethany, start working on that play because Christmas music is going to come earlier than ever this year. I know. Uh, I, I've read from a lot of like. Retailer, uh, retail articles and things like that. That Christmas season is being bumped into. We're gonna hit it in like a month now because people have had such an awful year, retail wise, restaurant wise, and people just want good vibes. And what's better than Christmas? It'll just hit in the middle of October. You really think it's because people want good vibes, or you think it's because people have a fear that Christmas is going to be skipped over and consumerism is not going to be up like it has been? Because I think that's what the real fear is. No, I I think this is kind of like a mind trick, but I think retailers who have had a tough year are going to move up. Instead of like massive Black Friday sales and all the other days around that weekend, I think they're going to move some holiday-type sales into October and brand it as that. 
Sorry, buddy. Hey, man, if I got to bite the bullet on this AT&T thing, you got to have Christmas in October. <laughs> Why can't we just give Halloween and Thanksgiving their own a time? Chance. Right. And let yeah. them, right, let them marinate, and then we can move on to Christmas. The only, because Christmas is when people make money. So I, I have an idea, because I don't disagree with you at all, Bethany. Let's just move Halloween into like, an, let's move Halloween into August, and then we, no, no. <laughs> and then we can <laughs> no. do Thanksgiving from, like, nobody wants Columbus Day anymore anyway, and, and really people only care about the election once every four years. So let's move Thanksgiving from like September 15th through the end of October, and then Christmas can have all of November and December. There, I fixed it. No, disagree. I mean, honestly, because you can't Eric, you can't have Halloween unless there's leaves on the ground for one. What I mean, about what about people in it, Florida? It, <laughs> they they live in Florida. I don't they, do what you want, but I have to have the seasons, and the seasons dictate the holidays. And when the leaves go to the ground, then it can be Halloween. I mean, for and then when it gets really cold, then it's time to fatten yourself up with Thanksgiving food. Since we skipped over Easter and it was one of the holy holidays, you can definitely oh, yeah, pull off Christmas little bits and throw Easter back in there. It just makes sure you get that twenty twenty balance in the holidays. Yeah, East- poor Easter. Easter's interesting to me. It's it's part bunny and candy, but I know know there's also gift giving involved, and that's when that's when the dude came back, right? Like he just got up out of that yeah. crypt and nobody could Wait, find him. Resurrected. Yeah. <laughs> Resurrect and <laughs> resurrection makes it seem like some magic is in play. I, I he, mean, it is. <clears throat> so it's magical. All right. So now, since we've gone down this this rabbit Here hole, we go. Here we go. <laughs> so I was watching this this movie the other day. It's called The Devil All the Time. It's new on Netflix. I, I think you'll probably read some stuff about it because it's the cast that that really attracted me to it. And oddly, it came out on a on a Wednesday, because um, I think there's another big release on Netflix today. So it has a, a mega cast, and I still, Tom Holland's going to have to do a lot more to make me think he's not Peter Parker Spider-Man, because he's like the same all the time. Oh, I did read this. <clears throat> he said it was like such a, a like uh, hard thing for him to do in this role or something. It's I, very, it's very glum. Like, there's yeah. no happiness. It'll put you in a bad mood. So, Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, who plays a, a Tennessean preacher with a middle-aged beer belly, and, and he gets a blowjob. Um, Got to throw that in there. And Robert Pattinson needs to go tanning because he still looks like Edward Cullen. Um, Bill Skarsgård and some other younger actors who are very talented. <clears throat> uh, Elizabeth, uh, <clears throat> what's Elvis Presley's granddaughter's name? <clears throat> I don't know. Bethany, yeah, this seems know. like a thing you would know. It, it's Lisa Marie Presley's daughter. She's a model. She's in it. No so idea. very, very familiar faces. There's, um, it takes place in the in the in the middle of the twentieth century. Uh, so in a lot of ways, I'm like, boy, that could be my dad as a little boy. What'd you just send me, Bethany? AT and T considers ads for cheaper phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> Just You're welcome. Kick a wise down. Kick a wise down. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'll do Does that. Does that mean 13 ABC? Continue. So the dad, the Bill Skarsgård character, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't think very many people will watch this movie anyway. But And I think it was based upon uh, a book, and the writer of the book is the narrator, the very solemn narrator. <clears throat> so <clears throat> the dad is over fighting in the South Pacific during World War II. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <clears throat> the war is mostly over. Well, I think this is after the bombs got dropped, but they were cleaning up the South Pacific. They come across um, a cross where some some American soldier has been crucified. Very, very gory, very gruesome looking because there's, like, whoever did this, did the crucifix, crucifixion right, <clears throat> stabbed, like, through the feet and all that stuff. So the, the guys, the soldiers are there looking at the dog tag. <clears throat> and then it moves. <clears throat> what? Then it moves because he wasn't dead. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wasn't dead until they're like, we got to put this guy out of his misery, and they pull the trigger and blow his brains out. But did anybody what stop? The devil? Did anybody stop and think that Jesus on the cross didn't die? That's why, like, they buried him in, in whatever crypt, and they're like, he's like, hey guys, I'm not dead. Hey, hello. And then a couple days later, like, he's out of his crypt, and nobody stopped to think maybe he wasn't dead. <laughs> I don't really take the Bible for literally a real really? life story so I just kind of went with it but at the same time if we did like if there was like science involved for you to have like nails put through your wrist <clears throat> and your feet and you'd be to be bleeding out and to be hanging there for I forget how long and then to be put into a hole for <laughs> three days like you first of all have no food or water so that's going to be done. And then you're bleeding out at the same time. Like he would have to be if it was literal right. and science dead. Who's the guy that walked yeah. across uh, the canyon, the Grand Canyon and uh, walked across buildings? That daredevil? I don't know. That's not like a magician to me. I was yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> not, not like David Copperfield, the, the new version of that guy. Oh, the dark dude, the emo guy. Angel, is that his name? Chris Angel? Uh, it was Chris Angel. No, there were, this was somebody else. But maybe Jesus was like that, kind of like, like a magician. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm so happy this is a radio because you were getting so many fucking phone calls right now. People is going to cuss you out. When, <laughs> wait a second. Jesus is a magician. Wait. <laughs> when, of all the things that I won't talk about, when have I ever shot, yeah. when have I ever shot away from, like, slamming Jesus. I don't think you have. They're just like, we've never, you've never said Jesus is a magician on like live air. That was, I would have to like stop answering phones if I still work with you in the studio. I'd be like, I'm not answering the phone. I'm like, going to throw my hands up and say, fuck this. Not, not, they maybe, can't do it. Maybe not intentionally, but maybe he just had some, uh, not superhuman, but people have like, like I always talk about genetic affluence. Maybe this was Jesus's thing. Maybe he didn't bleed out like you thought, or maybe he was able to and still exist and live, and maybe he could go longer than the average person without water. And now I know we're getting into, uh, he can turn water into wine territory, but maybe he wasn't <laughs> dead. Or, you know what? Forget it. Maybe he was this 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 godly figure, and people were like, wow, he rose from the dead. And we've gotten it all wrong for 2,000 years. He And he's there like, hey, listen to Eric. I was never dead in the first place. You can't kill this bitch. Okay, but then where'd he go? Like, it's not like he, like, showed up on somebody's doorstep and was like, hey, I'm back. 
Oh, he definitely went to like a Golden mm-hmm. Corral or something. Like, like. Oh Christ! Oh, he, oh my God! Like he had, like Philip said, he hadn't eaten or drank anything for days. So he probably found the the, the closest Jerusalem buffet. He went to the Jerusalem Corral <laughs> and just right, chowed chowed down the, for hours. The holy, is the holy water or was it the holy <clears throat> wine uh, fountain? And just sat there and like got down with his fish and wine, and it was great, right? <laughs> Was like, happily ever after by himself forever. Like Abraham, just keep bringing the trout. Just keep, just keep shoveling it in. <laughs> and that oh, is, I'm so happy that is the story of Easter. Oh, and by the way, it is Rosh Hashanah this weekend, the Jewish New Year. Um, oh, well, dude, you know I just happy. learned the other day. Oh, what? I just started. You said New Year. Do you know Ethiopia is celebrating like their 2013 New Year? They celebrated like last weekend. So they're 2013. They're seven years behind yeah. us. <clears throat> Somehow, some way, some weird. My friend was explaining it to me. I may have been a little bit intoxicated, maybe a little bit stoned, but she was like completely sober and she was explaining this to me. And I'm just like, you're fucking with me. And she's like, no, I looked it up. I'm pretty sure it's the 2013 or 2017, but they are like celebrating a new year that's nowhere near the rest of us new year. And they're like years behind. I'm really confused on why that's a thing. You can look it up. It's it's like real I, news. I believe it. The, I don't the uh, the Jewish year. I think I'll get it within at least half a millennium, but I think we're in like fifty seven forty. <laughs> what? How? How? We got because oh, you don't do like BC and AD or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, we we got uh, we got going before everybody else did. We we were very. <laughs> I know people talk about the Mayans and how advanced they were, but us Jews are pretty advanced as well. Okay. Um, hold on. I'll ask. Maybe maybe Siri knows. <laughs> hey Siri, what Jewish year is this? Fucking anti Semite. <laughs> Siri was straight Christian on you and said, We don't do that. We got AD here. I, I was right. I, well, I was close. It's 5780. So you, oh the, the rest of you, rest of you Anglos and whatever else you are, got a, you, you got a long way to catch up to us Jews. I guess. I mean, okay. like, here, time's a construct. It's all stupid anyway. Right, 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 so. right, right. It's made up like my AT&T bill. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so other things. We haven't got anything I actually wanted to talk about. And, Bethany, what wags and woos, wags and witches, what, what is it? <laughs> Walks and wags. Okay, what is it? It is for the Toledo Area Animal Shelter, and it is tomorrow. Um, you can register online. It's obviously virtual, but if you pre-register, um, you can pick up a swag bag at Glass City Dog Park for tomorrow. We're doing like a drive-through where you can pick up your uh, goodie bag, and I think it's between eleven and two. Um, but that way you can support the uh, Toledo area animal shelter, and it's it's a really fun event. Like last year, it was at Walbridge Park, and. Uh, we really like going to it, but obviously it has to be virtual this year. So what, look I, that I, up if you're interested. I don't know the shelter because we've had LC4, uh, the pet bull, pit bull people. There's, uh, I know, so I think the Toledo, it's no longer the Toledo Area Humane Society. I think it's just the Toledo Humane Society. Or it might be you know, you know, Toledo. Hold, please. It might be. Mm-hmm. 
Toledo Area Animal Rescue. Let me get the name right. Philip, what are... How, Toledo so, Animal Rescue. Okay. All right. I hadn't heard of it before. So, um, yeah. Philip, we're obviously a very, you know, dog-centered culture over here. We love dogs. Some people yeah. like cats. What's the pet of choice? Like, can can you compare and contrast Americans' love for animals, dogs, with what mm-hmm. it's like over there in the UK? Yeah, I mean, like, it's been really interesting here, to be honest with you, because since it's smaller quarters, like living spaces for people, I think that it's people still like their pets because pets are therapeutic in any degree. So, like, people try not to stick to pets that need, like, a lot of attention. So people have cats and they have, like, guinea pigs. They even have not too many, like, reptiles and stuff like that, but they do have some. People who have dogs, though, are, like, dog people. And people who don't want dogs or like animals at all are really afraid of like the smell of animals, the shedding of hair. I have seen people legit and like, I grew up in the hood of Toledo. And if you saw somebody and you didn't mess with dogs and you saw somebody walking a big dog or you saw a dog out and about not on a leash, you crossed the street because that gave you enough distance from yourself and that dog. So if something happened, you could get away. People here who do not like dogs will legit avoid them at all costs. Like, even if they're not afraid of them, they just don't want to be around dogs. If they've crossed streets, I see people like triangle streets to go across it and then come right back across what? just to avoid a dog. So it's like, hmm. you just have to like, I will, be like, that kind cross of person. a busy street to pet a dog. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like and I mean, like, it's funny because like, I, there are homeless, I think I told you this before, like, there are homeless people here a, a lot, obviously, but they're all right. And they have these dogs and like, they're like the dogs are on a leash they don't mess with people they just like hang out next to their their homeless owner and that's just like their life and these dogs are very like obedient and mm-hmm. very like this is my human that's in uh that's a lot like the, the situation with the homeless guy and the dog in the day after tomorrow yeah yeah what was that what was that Wilson, Jake Jake Hall and yeah, Dennis yeah, yeah. Quaid, they have to hide in the library, and then, and then the homeless guy with the oh, dog. Yeah. So I was like, wouldn't that dog? But I know some dogs are extremely obedient, with sometimes even without training. Bethany, tell me if you've ever thought about this. Uh, we obviously <clears throat> give up a lot when we have when we're pet owners, especially multiple pet owners. Um, I realized when I got a second dog, it's like my desire to go. Because remember, Philip, somebody watched my dog when I went to Mexico that one time. Mm, I don't think I remember that. Demetrius did. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, Why would you let him watch your dog? I didn't know. Because anyway. I wanted to go to Mexico and I, I, I trusted. But no one will, typically people won't watch two dogs. And a lot of people, mm-hmm. getting someone to watch or house sit for two dogs is a lot more complicated than just one. So I knew that I, I gave up vacations and <clears throat> like I, I've also thought like man I'd really like to do what you did and move to the UK but then I would know or, or moving abroad as I think it was Johnny Depp uh, mm-hmm. gave us in, in full detail it's very hard to move animals to other countries yeah I mean <clears throat> I've read about people because they're like there are um, groups I'm a part of like US expats and things like that people asking questions about how they move their pets over to the UK and I'm just like unless that pet can sit with you like in the cabin of the plane like i think it's really difficult for you to put a dog into a kennel or anything and like have it shipped overseas plane or ship and like get here safely and not have some sort of traumatization to it because that's a lot well forget that yeah i've heard way 
way too many horror stories about animals dying. Oh, yeah. I would not do it. I was it's more concerned terrifying. about like the, the level of quarantine. Like, if you've tried to move an animal, you're you're more familiar with quarantine than what everybody else has been over the last six months. Like, yeah. that you've got to keep them isolated. They've got to get this shot, that shot, all this paperwork. It, it's harder to move an animal than it is to move a human. And um, moving countries, what you did, can be very challenging. I've just read. Don't don't ask me how, but I'll look up like these Caribbean islands, and I go down these these rabbit holes of. Hmm, I'm a dog owner. What would it take for me to move my dog to? I don't know, Antigua. <laughs> <laughs> Why Antigua? Who goes don't, there? Don't don't ask. But I, I don't okay. know. It seems like a place I would like to live. And then I get to the part where, like, it says if you're bringing, if you plan to move an animal, it's like, wow, this is a lot harder than getting cable set up. But I mean, like Antigua, though, like you're kind of like out in tropical, and there are different types of species of wilderness. Like you're not, you're not right. thinking it's like a third world country. <laughs> but if you move from like if you're going from like New York to London and you're bringing an animal, I think that yes, you're right. There's probably quarantine time. There's probably shots you have to get, and it's definitely a stressful situation. I'm not understating that at all, but I think it's a lot less stressful to do this move than like Antigua or even somewhere in Australia, an island off in Australia somewhere, like because you know things are bred there to eat your animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're, yeah. you're you're disrupting the local ecosystem. Right. Yeah. Um, you don't want your, your you don't want your dog to 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 Columbus or your animal to Columbus the natives. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Philip, over to you. Uh, you're going to cut your hair. Yeah. So like, and I was I was like really keeping it to myself for a bit, kind of sort of just like playing around with the idea. But um, number one, I look at it in a lot of different ways. And the first thing that came to mind that really didn't bother me is that. A, like, I'm getting a little bit old for my hair to be growing longer and longer. And I'm seeing, like, these older black guys with, like, uh, dreadlocks. And, like, it just, it doesn't seem really necessarily, like, fitting for the age. And then everybody's trying to, like, uh, you know, say dreads are about, like, hip-hop or, like, drugs or this and that. And all. so, like, I'm just kind of over it for that extent. But that didn't bother me too much. It really bothers me the fact that it takes one, literally, like, an entire day out of my week for me to have to do my wash routine. And usually it's like Wednesday or Thursday right now. And from the time that I get in the shower to wash my hair, it's the time that I'm completely done, hands off of my hair. It's usually anywhere between four to five, maybe even six hours for me oh, to get my whoa. hair done. Yeah, right. And that's me doing it. If I have somebody else do it, it's about three or four hours. So like if I do it, it's less expensive. I'm exhausted after almost that knackered. I'm exhausted after like my arms hurt. I'm tired. I can't be bothered. I'm annoyed. Like even last night, I got done with my hair. Danny's like, "Do you want to go out to eat instead of having to make food, or even like sit in this apartment any longer?" I said, "Absolutely. That sounds like a great idea." And like he even sees how much it drains out of me, so I'm over it. Uh, I have a photo shoot this weekend. After I get done with that, I pretty much decided that if I don't get to a salon by my birthday, I'm just gonna take the kitchen shears and I'm just going to like cut my dreads down a little bit, and then I'm gonna go through the process of like detangling them myself. But my big issue is that I don't want to like, you know, shave my head down or like, um, what is what is it that people do with their head? Not shave it, but what's the next thing besides shave? Buzz it. I don't want to buzz it or anything. So I'm going to keep some of my hair. But as I'm looking at it, I got thick hair. I got nappy, true African hair. Like it's thick. It can get dry real quick. So I'm looking at ways to like keep it 
like natural and curled and like still moisturized and not dry and get alopecia and have it fallen out and everything else without <laughs> cutting it all the way down. Like it's a lot. It's I've... damn near the same process to keep my hair natural and froed out as it is to keep the fucking dress. And I'm just annoyed at all of this right now. I have two yeah. visuals in my head. Bethany, have first of all, I can't relate to any of this whatsoever. Not because you're black. <laughs> it's just the hair thing. I'm like, I, 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 yeah. I, have, I have no problems whatsoever. It takes me <laughs> less than six minutes to shave my head in the shower. Bethany, have you ever seen Philip sans hair, like with short hair? <clears throat> um, probably not like in real life. Uh, neither, neither have I. Philip, yeah. if you can dig through right now, can you send us a picture of you with no hair, like younger Philip? Bethany, it, it, I mean, it looks like Philip. It is Philip. It's just hard to believe when you've only seen him with long hair. Yeah, the issue is I have to go through Facebook because I realized <clears throat> that it's now been like 11 plus years that I've had this hair and no, none of the pictures in my phone are like on that level. It's like, oh, it's Philip's little brother. And, and, and it is because he just said it's, it's a decade ago. Next, the other visual in my head is, Philip, you with a poofy fro. <laughs> yeah, dude, when I was in uh, when I was in college, I had a afro and I did so many things to it. Like I curled my afro out, number one. So like I had like a jerry curl to it. If you know what that is, it's just basically a bunch of juices and it got everywhere and it was slippy, slippery and it wasn't cute. So I got rid of that. And then I decided I was going to perm my hair and that was a hot fucking mess beyond oh. belief. Um, so, uh, um, so like that dried my hair out and then my hair started falling out and it just was like not cute at all i'm gonna send this to don't we have a group in here somewhere three of us floyd's so. probably not the th uh maybe it's probably in, in messenger found it hold on coming at you but yeah like i just i am just like in utter like awe at what i'm going to have to do this new ios 14 is jacking my life up oh you got it and and it it uh i didn't do it yet there's something that shows you when I was looking at the the new features where you're on a call, the call will take up less of your screen. Yeah, so it like oh comes down. God. You know how like you get like you get push notifications and it comes down. What? It's look basically like the same thing. Oh, you look at my hair, right? You want to see my hair when it was permed? That's when Philip was straight. <laughs> Actually, that was that was that was the night that I told my dad I was gay in that picture with my friend Jessica because that was the night before I went to Navy boot camp. I told my dad I was gay because I hadn't talked to him in a whole entire year. So yeah, and that's me with my best friend Whoa! who passed away, what? and my hair was permed. Yeah, you uh, you look like in that one someone from a an obscure Netflix show, <laughs> or you, you look like an you look you look like some actor who. Is faking a Caribbean accent, or maybe you actually have one, and you're like, "Hey, man, hey, man we're going yeah. to take this guy out later on today." Yeah, I think uh, the sh the shorter like the shorter hair is probably better. Like the buzz, yeah. The the, yeah. the 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 perm was a mess. Like I had a slick back. I thought I was like, I thought I was a Godfather. I thought I was in the mob for a minute. I had it in cornrows. <laughs> I had a mohawk, like a braided mohawk. I went through so many issues in university with my hair. Um, but now I'm just to the point where it's been 10 years of the same thing and I haven't colored it. And I just, 
I just need something new, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of this. I'm gonna color it. So when you guys see me next, if you do see me when I come home, you will probably not even recognize me. So don't freak out or scream when you see me. Just be okay with it. Are you coming home sometime soon? I'm gonna try to. So right now the plan is for me to come home the week of Thanksgiving, even though Thanksgiving is just like Halloween, it's basically canceled. Nobody can really get together with their family. But uh, I'm gonna try to come home and. Uh, I'm gonna stay in a hotel, so I don't have to like you know bother my parents with me getting straight off the plane and coming there. And if I do come, and it also depends on what's going on because right now, even here, um, cases are starting to go back up, and that could be an issue. In America, obviously, things are going awesome, so it just really depends. Oh what no, happens, kids but, are going back to school. Uh, are they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, TPS announced they'll, they'll go hybrid, so a little in, a little out. Um, okay. In, in, in about three weeks. So when TPS okay. sends kids back, thing things are getting closer to normal. <laughs> and it's not that it's getting better. I keep repeating this, but no, I think it's not. I, I think it, it bears repeating. We now we now know as much as we're probably going to know, know about this thing. Like we know what we need to do to stay safe. There's no new information about how this virus acts. So basically you're either going to follow the suggestions and protocols and recommendations or you're not, and you can still get it, but we know how to live with this. Like all the, a lot of, uh, so I think Finley played St. John's in football last week. Someone on Finley's offense had the virus. So then they shut St. John's football team down. Then they said, wait a second, only the defensive players who played against the offense have to quarantine. So it's it's very complex. And I, so it, what was that? It's complex. Oh, that? And I, whoa, is this like a time machine? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what happened? I just heard myself talk and it was like a, on a seven second delay. It was wild. Are you guys there? Tenant. Yeah. I'm here. Can you hear me? Bethany? I Bethany, I can't hear you. Did like you I, mute, your, mute, mute yourself? <laughs> Beth, there you are. Wait, talk again, Bethany. Go. Hello. There you are. I just muted and unmuted. Okay. That was wild. Philip, you're right. That was totally a tenant, tenant moment. <laughs> I just thought uh, I just inverted things. So, yeah, it's it's not better here, and it's probably going to get worse. But at the very least, we know how to, to manage this. Like, we know all we're probably yeah. going to know about this. And that's what I look forward to. So as long as all that goes down, then you guys will see me that last week of November. And I'll be there for a full week. I may, because, you know, I'm, I still have my car there. And I'm still paying for that. So I have a mode of transportation. I may go down and see my brother in Cincinnati, hopefully, too. So I think, so, you know, Josh is our engineer here now, right? Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, and he he needed a new car. He didn't listen. He made a bad decision. Like he knowingly made a bad decision, and but whatever. Um, I think he got a compass or something like it. I'm like, shit! I should just had him buy your car. Totally should have bought my car. It Sorry. would have been great for him and me. <laughs> so, how much would he have? How much would you have had him pay per month for the vehicle? Uh, I mean, I'm, I have my payments down because of how much I put on it to like three something. Yeah. He's paying five something for six years oh, for a, oh my God, like a used vehicle. What? Yeah. He totally could have like had mine for less than that. Alexa? Like what? It's, it's, what kind of car? It's like a Cherokee or something, some kind of Jeep. And I sent him to Yark 
because Proctor got a truck from there, and I said, go ask for Casey. Kay- Phil, yeah. do you know do you know Nicole Seamboss? Oh, I don't think so. Okay, so I know Nicole from just Twitter, but I think she also went to school with Megan. So, um, but I was like, can Josh come see KC? And I, I kept telling him, lease, 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 lease. Now, he does drive a lot, but even if you go over miles, it's not as much as you think it's going to cost you, especially if you're going to pay five something a month. And Nicole right. said that she's like, it's not unusual for people to pay $500 a month for a car. And if I'm paying that much, it better be a Land Rover. Cause Listen, I'm looking at Maybox over insane. here. That is insane. And I mean, so it like it really depends because so my car initially came from Enterprise. I had to go to Columbus to get my car. And they don't do like haggling by any means because it just it is what the blue book value of the car is, which was fine with me. But I straight up told him if the payments aren't what I want them to be, then it's just not gonna happen. And like he made it work. Like I legit was sitting there with him for like at least two and a two and a half, maybe three hours. And then finally I was like, listen, like I'm just not gonna do it. I don't need a co-signer. I know what I can do. This is what I can do, this is what I wanna do. And like he was like, All right, well, let's see what I can do. And like twenty minutes later came back with exactly what I asked for and it worked out fine. I was just like, I'm just not going to put myself in a hole because you want me to. Like, yeah. that's not all right. You can always say no and walk away and you might not get yeah. what you want, but there's something else. And so I, I love car buying and maybe it's because my, my brother helps me out with it and basically does the whole thing for me. Yeah. Um, but even if he doesn't, he gives me the right information so that I can make a good decision. But I, I like car buying. But well, yeah, I, I saw whatever Josh had. I was like, fuck, he could have bought Philip's car. Listen, tell him if it's still within the window for him to give that car back, he can still have my car. You know how many miles were on your car? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's like 70, 80, maybe. And you were financing it, right? Yeah. like okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, t- two more things I'm going to get to. Uh, first, Bethany, what's your food thing that you've got going on as you've got like three, we- three weeks? I saw that this morning. <laughs> yeah, three weeks. This is like your biggest, this is like your, your most interesting, your most popular post ever on, on, on social. Because like, no. like I tell all other Toledo radio personalities, the more fast food or junk food bits you do on the show, the more popular you will be. So you have three weeks till you evict your daughter from your stomach. Um, right. But what are you trying, it, it was almost like you created a, last meal on earth kind of thing like before they execute you you get to pick whatever food you want and that's what you were trying to do yeah so i was like listening to podcast yesterday and somebody was talking about it and i was like wow i never really thought about like because i know people will like just on a regular basis they might want like something from three different places and they'll actually go to three different drive-thrus and get Mm -hmm. like all their favorite things and i don't have the physical capacity to eat that much but i was like what like what would my like fantasy fast food meal be like if i could consume it all at once and eat like all of my favorite fast food horrible for you stuff like what would i eat and so then i came up with my list and other people were commenting like the stuff that they would eat too and it was I don't know it was just kind of fun like I because it was kind of like you know how people do like mukbangs or whatever the heck you call them what 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 is like a a mukbang or a mukbang no sexual I'm intrigued what is it no 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 no. people do it on YouTube where they like go through like a fast food restaurant 
usually Taco Bell, and they order, like, the entire menu, and then they just sit around and talk and eat food, and it's the most pointless thing ever in the history, but it's kind of like that, where, like, you get, like, all your favorite Sounds like a Saturday evening for me. (laughs) Yeah, and you just, like, sit around and eat it. I think, like, my favorite thing on your list was the uh, Wendy's Spicy Nuggets that aren't in existence anymore, I'm assuming. Are they still there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They brought them back. I think they might have been gone for a while, but they're back. They're back. And then you you had something else on there. Wait, I got to go to your list because I forget what it was. Like, did you have have something with donuts on there? No, it wasn't donuts. No, I didn't. But it was fun because I was, like, trying to think of, like, all the fast food places and, like, what what I always order from there. I think uh, we talked about the. I think Alex and I might have talked about this. Or it was Ashley. I, I forget. Everybody, everybody gets mixed together, especially when I can't Magic see you. But we talked about, uh, like, you could kind of do this with Oasis, right? Uh, Is Oasis still open? In some spots. And. I don't want to repeat myself, but yeah, Oasis, if they, I thought that they would, you order from them, they were like prehistoric uh, Uber Eats, you order from mm-hmm. them, and then they go get it from somewhere. Apparently, they just had a massive kitchen where they could make anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's not like the, the authentic, yeah, it's not right. the authentic mm-hmm. thing from. Yeah. Bethany, I hate, look, uh, I'll have to tell her, but this is the second time I'm going to talk about Megan on the show. You used to listen to the show, uh, the, to, to TMR 1.0. Um, Megan, <laughs> and Phil, if you remember this, she would do this with her brother all the time. Like, they would go to multiple oh, yeah. drive-thrus. They would have a list, right. and, like, one would go to do their list, another would go do their list, and they'd come back home and, like, put everything on the table, and they would just sit there and eat and clown for, like, an hour or so. Oh yeah, if I could, if I could do it and like consume it, I absolutely would. But I know I would get like two items in and be like, I'm full, I can't do this, and then the rest of it would just go to waste. You say that now, but once you have all of that in front of you, like some something like something some sort of spirit takes over you, and you just can't help yourself. Like it's disgusting, but it's great. Unless I took like a bite of each thing, but I see. I, I went back to your list. It was Arby's chocolate shake that was on your list. Do you know how underrated Arby's is? Like people so forget about underrated. Arby's all the time. Arby's is dank as hell. Like it is so Arby's great. Is great. Oh no, I forgot it. I now I got I now I got to add it. I forgot an item. When mm. Arby's has their and it's about to go away because they only do it in the summer, but they have their market fresh um, chicken salad, pecan chicken salad. <gasps> yes, it is it's crack. It is addictive. I don't even Ew. eat salad, especially fast food salads. It is crack. Oh, love it. Arby's oh no, I gotta, I gotta fix my list. You guys bring up <laughs> like uh, so. Arby's does a ton of advertising. We all know what Ving Rhames' voice, and it it's very memorable. And I don't know, I, I guess their business is good. I don't hear or see Arby's closing. I can't visualize where there is in Arby's, even though I could. I probably drive by them all the time. And I feel like their food is quite good. Now, Bethany, you, you mentioned the salad that I want to try. I think they've had corned beef, which I like before, and the sandwiches are big. But seemingly, they've not penetrated pop culture like Chick-fil-A and like Chipotle have. And Taco Bell. Ha- I think they have like they have their own thing. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you, Arby's. If you ever go into an Arby's, there's one that's by that Planet. I don't know if Planet Fitness is even still there in that plaza where that Kroger used to be, and Planet Fitness is there now, like yeah. on Burn and Glendale. So there's one there. 
and we used to always go there when I like hung out. Oh, that Arby's! Area. It's right around the corner. You're right, but you know what? Exactly. I always forget about it because there's 48 people in line at that McDonald's. Yeah, right. Exactly. You, Arby's is like underrated. You don't even see it because the McDonald's is right there, right? If you go into that Arby's at any given time, any fucking time, if there is anybody in there at all, they're all over the age of 60. I bullshit you not. I don't understand what it is. Like old people got Arby's on lock, but it is so good. Maybe that's and maybe that's who and how they 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 target with their Ving Rhames commercial, and it right. just appeals to older people. My they have fantastic commercials. So we have the we meat have guy. The I meat. <laughs> really low. You know, maybe that that's their their thing, and they don't have like a creative, clever, witty social media game like Wendy's does. But mm-hmm. I never. Every week, there's a story about somebody, some fast, fast-ish food place that's doing this, or they're taking this off the menu, and it's Taco Bell and Chick Fil A and Chipotle and Dunkin' Donuts and something else. And I can never tell you a story. I never recall reading anything about Arby's, but all I'll go is we have the meats with Ving Rhames. That's crazy. What a dichotomy. I mean, I'm about to do it right now, but I feel like if you Googled Arby's and you went to like the news section of it, the the thing you probably would hear would be like some crime that happened, like Arby's being robbed in like some weird remote like place in America. And that'd be it. Cause they, they just keep low key. Crazy. And they, they do really well. So yeah, I, I give me a, give me a <clears throat> 10,000 word think piece on how Arby's has survived while not appealing to people under 25. Cause they got the meat. They do. Um, all right. Last thing, this might take some minutes. This is this is not uh, Eric's retelling of the Jesus story by any means, but <laughs> um, fucking Jesus is a magician. I'm sorry, it just came back. Sorry, so, thank you. <laughs> does anybody keep coming across this uh, th- this Ray Fisher stuff about Justice League and how he was mistreated? Oh yeah, I read about that. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Wait, let me go back. She Hulk has been cast for the Disney Plus series. It's Tatiana Maslany and she played Orphan Black, which is a show I should have watched. And Philip, it's probably huge in the UK. Uh, Orphan Black is everywhere. We haven't watched it yet, though. Right. I, it was one of those, by the time I was going to get into it, I was like, I don't want to catch up on three seasons, but this seems like my kind of show. So She-Hulk has gotten cast, and apparently people are, are very excited about this. So Ray Fisher played Cyborg. He's the black guy in Justice League. And every day, there's another story about him complaining about being mistreated on the set of Justice League. And Joss Whedon, the director, was like, he called him an asshole or something. And Joss Whedon, this is all drama. And Vinny and I talk about this because we're both kind of tired of hearing Ray Fisher talk. Like, there's there's nothing concrete Maybe he Maybe somebody called him an asshole. Maybe he said, maybe somebody said. Was he being an asshole? Maybe, but you know what? Maybe sometimes directors are like that because they're auteurs. Like you know what? One of these days, some of these, maybe they've tried to say it, but they've vanished. But maybe somebody will go. You know what? Beyonce's a fucking bitch. But you know what? When you're an artist of a certain level, when you're a creator, you get some latitude to be an asshole to achieve your vision. And some employees, it doesn't work for you. And I, 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 I don't know if that kind of culture can work anymore. But there seems to be a lot of that. As Vinny said, there's nothing concrete here. And maybe Joss Whedon was an asshole. And maybe somebody on the set said to Ray Fisher, look, if you don't cut these lines a different way, you're never going to work in Hollywood again. 
that yeah that, i mean it's not my, it's, it's not how i go about it but that some in some parts of the world things work that way still it's like it's so hard because you do see like a bunch of like Raymond Fisher says this and says that, but the big part was that like he was basically called an asshole and there was like a little bit of back and forth, which I mean, I think in any aspect happens when you don't see the creative side of whoever you're supposed to be following, whoever is like the point person on things. So like, it's just, it's also hard because it's just a story that isn't given enough light and isn't given enough details for you to say who is wrong and who's not wrong. And Joss Whedon is a much bigger name than Ray Fisher is or probably will be in the near future but the thing that got me i think like the reason i'm happy you brought up because just like yesterday or maybe the day before i read that how you say his name momoa mimosa jason Jason? momoa yeah he he chimed in as well and he said like i stand with ray or something yeah and that i mean so that in itself lets me know that something probably did happen and some probably rude and disrespectful things were may have been said to Ray Fisher, but until like there's concrete, like this is what he said to me and this is how it made me feel and this is why I think an investigation needs to be done so these things don't happen anymore. Like you have to be extremely specific because everybody given like this generic blanket, it wasn't okay. Like it could have just been a bad day for both of them and they said some fucked up stuff to each other and like Ray Fisher got a little bit butthurt about it because he lost. Um, right. You never know though. It could be really bad too. So, so it could have. And and we just don't and we don't know we'll never know because a lot like a lot of domestic situations assaults like we, we weren't there and, and you don't know who to believe you want to take people at their word but you need as much evidence and their words and their specificity as you said as you can get um, so Ray Fisher is is in all relatively speaking a nobody um, so I'm glad you brought up the Jason Momoa point Jason Momoa has more clout he is a bigger Hollywood star so that was like okay so and. He can support his friend, but also uh, be like, it wasn't that bad. Not that he said that, but I can see how he can do both things. But you know who hasn't said anything? The the true A-listers on that movie. Um, like Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. And maybe Ben Affleck is part of the abusive culture. Maybe. Ben Could a- be. But that, that wouldn't surprise or me. Or they weren't even around. Possibly. Uh, yeah. But he hasn't. Uh, Gal Gadot hasn't. Um, I think with, was Jeremy Irons, whoever played Alfred, uh, it, I don't know if he was in that, mm. with, but some of the other A-listers haven't said anything or, or at least Jeremy he, Irons is kind of a, he's a D-bag though. So I mean, but, and apparently he's kind of racist, so I, I wouldn't okay. expect much coming from him. Aww. Well, I'd be curious if like Gal Gadot would say anything, but then again, you get involved in the politics of Hollywood. Maybe she would like to say something, but she is on the cusp of being an A-list. She can yeah. be a top all-female actresses for the next 20 yeah. years and in play with all the big, uh, with all Hollywood for the next 20 years. But if she says something, because this is unfortunately how the hierarchy of a lot of corporations mm-hmm. work, she, they'll be like, you know what? We don't really want Gal. We'll get yeah. somebody else. She has that new movie coming out, the sequel to the train movie, something the Nile. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, we uh, yeah. we saw uh, we saw it, uh, the preview for it, and it everybody's like, "Is this Murder on the Orient?" It's like, no, it's Murder on the Nile. Yeah, it's a sequel. It's because apparently it's a series of books, but it's a okay. it's it's a great movie. I'm also surprised because you know who was like my heart. Listen, if there was ever, I'm gonna bring this up. I'm sure you guys already talked about. It. If there was ever like a deep pick slip. Besides Chris Evans, thank you God for that in 2020. Henry Cavill. 
Who? Henry Cavell. Henry oh. Superman. Yeah. Listen, listen, that man, I don't care what you do. He can tie me to a wall for four days and never feed me. I've like, I, and if he came about and he said something like along the lines of like what Jason Momoa said, I'd be like, you know what? Ray Fisher's absolutely right. This Joss Whedon's a dick. He's an ass. Fire him. I want investigations now. You're you're right. You bring up a good like he's not necessarily a list, but he's Superman and he hold he holds a lot of clout. And if he were to yeah. say, yeah, this stuff happened, and maybe he doesn't want to say anything either because he is on the cusp of also getting cast for every big action role for the next. 40 years. So, so yeah. it's interesting. And this isn't even what I, want, what I wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted this to go into something else. Like a larger, does everybody, is everybody cool for, I don't know, another 10, 15 minutes? I'm yeah. fine. This is almost worthy of like another podcast episode. So <laughs> the Ray Fisher stuff is just there and, and we don't know. Um, there is an actor named Peter Shinkoda. Um, did anybody watch Daredevil on Netflix? Uh, some of it. It wasn't that great, but some of it. You shut your mouth. The second season <laughs> was was unfortunate, but D- Daredevil is my second favorite character, second favorite comic character. So mm-hmm. I, I really love the series. I hope that Charlie Cox, the actor who plays Daredevil, is brought back into the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. It, it, it's a shame that all, all these things got canceled. But Sh- Peter Shinkota played one of the bad guys. He wasn't the top bad guy, but... I don't know how many episodes he had in three seasons, but he was definitely on the show. Like if um, you wouldn't know the name, you wouldn't know the face in another uh, in another movie, but you'd be like, yeah, he played that guy. He fought Daredevil and blah, blah. So he has he had some complaints not that long ago that he thought the writers weren't writing well enough or robustly enough for the Asian actors rather than the white actors. Okay, totally fine. I, I get that. And, and and that was the initial comment. And it got on my radar. And I'm like, that, that seems valid. It, it's a smaller role, but I completely understand this. Um, but just recently, and he also mentioned about payback then, but now he's brought up some, some detail. Um, and I want to slide this into something else, something else that always is in my head. When I was offered Daredevil at $3,500 an episode as a local hire, I did the math. So I take $1,600 and change after commission and taxes. Per episode, some apps I worked eight hours a day on, $200 a day. That's less than extras. Casting. Um, casting says to him, that no dollars here, but you'll make dollars on the convention circuit. Me, what the fuck? Somebody yeah. said, somebody tweeted to him, take the money where you can get it. All right. He replied to that Twitter person. I paid $5,500 for fast track work, work permit, paid my room and board, paid for my travel, crippled and walking to subway on Sunday morning after rap, trying to find an open subway as escalades drive by with the stars of the show after I just fell off of a rooftop. So, and this is where I want to go with this. Um, Nobody ever does, like, I only in my head, and I would often do it for, like, our remote appearances, and, Philip, you know, they, they, they pay well. But if mm-hmm. you're driving, nobody ever goes with their net pay unless you're really smart. But if you're having this kind of discussion, like, if you ask somebody what they make, they always give you their gross, whether they're bragging or not. 
Um, right. no, nobody ever gives you the net pay and what they make per hour. And I appreciate him doing the math, but we all live under that because no human being makes their gross pay. It's your net. And good for him for adding in travel and paying room. But like, that's our life. Like, if you want to say, here's how much I make, well, here's how much I make per day. Well, let me subtract my mortgage, my gas, my food. Point being here is, and this is what I say to just about anybody, because look, there are, we've already mentioned corporate behemoths. And guess what? Corporations are in in business to make a lot of money. And yes, they they don't pay people as well as they should. And a lot of these places treat people like crap. And you got to look for not even like, well, you got to consider your health benefits, but fringe benefits. Maybe, maybe you don't get paid well, but it's a great work environment. Um, so you you got to take the completely universal view of how you're being compensated. But to really wrap this up with him, don't complain. I don't like people who complain about what they make because you, as much as they have their right, their privilege, because they're the employer to pay you whatever they want, you have the right to walk away from that job. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, first of all, it it like blows my mind um, that I guess it really doesn't actually. But between Disney and Marvel, that that somebody of like a minority, especially right now, will make a fuss about anything, and they wouldn't do the things to make it right, or even in the past, make it right. Uh, and I'm sure, like, he may have said something beforehand. Uh, like, I do agree with you in the sense that you you complain about what you make when you have the opportunity to walk away. But also, like you said. When you're trying to like make a name for yourself and to do something, you kind of take what is put in front of you for the most part. Uh, but yeah, again, you have the option to take that job and not complain about it because you did take the job and it may have helped like elevate your status a bit. Be- but Bethany, also, if, um, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, I, no, you're finish up, and then I, I'm going to say something and let Bethany in. Yeah, but also at like if he knew in his head that he was there for like a minor character for not for very many shows or episodes and they put that money in front of him and he did the math so quickly that it wasn't right. Like that's the part that I agree with. And the fact that if you did the math so quickly and you knew things weren't necessarily right, and you didn't feel like it was right. Then you should have then stepped back and said, I need more money to do this or you have to find somebody else. 1000%. And you know what? It's kind of a, of a dick move, like when in in this line of work, anybody that's tried to short me on salary, they're like, "Oh, you'll make it up in remotes and endorsements," and that that was mm-hmm. fine when I was like twenty seven, because you yeah. do a club gig and you can get a couple hundred bucks. But then I, I found that like those things are are not stapled into anything. But in well, this case, yeah, until the pandemic hits and you can't do any of those things, right? But you right. You, you that's completely unpredictable. It's a total black swan. They, with with him saying that they told him you'll make it up on the convention circuit. If he did the convention circuit and I'm sure he'd be welcomed. I know how much they charge to take a picture with these people and it's way more expensive than it actually should be. And if it's like 50 bucks a pop to take a picture with this guy, which it probably would be, you're going to pocket a nice amount of that. Granted, Maybe you won't get invited to everyone, but you can make some money that way. And Philip, you brought up the point of sometimes you have to do things to grow your name and look at things holistically. Like, I'm going to be on this. This hopefully will lead to other things. And there was another point I wanted to throw in there. But Bethany, I, I want you in on this. And, and when it comes to what you're paid... Oh, um, no, never mind. When it comes to what, what you're paid, whether you take it, you're just your perspective on this. 
Uh, I mean, I am a living, breathing, walking version of this because I make not a lot of money, but I have an amazing work environment. So, like, I get it, you know. Like, I, I'm always, you know, I'll, I'll have a bad day and go, I can make so much more somewhere else. And then I think, but I would hate my life. So, yeah. you just kind of, you got to figure out what where your priorities are. And again, like, if he works his way up and makes a name for himself, then you have better reason to negotiate. But until then, like, you just, you got to take what you can get. The employer has all the power. And especially these days where there's enough people getting into the workforce, I think now, because I had to learn this. And, and it led me to a, a tenant of mine that I use. The, you know enough now going in at whatever age you are going into the workforce that you need to calculate in your benefits, your medical benefits, your costs right. and all that. And whether or not, like you said, Bethany, you'll be happy there. Because I, I started to say about, I don't know, 10 years or so ago. And Philip, this is, I remember our old boss, Kelly, at the, the other place. She mm-hmm. said this back to me one time. She's like, as you always say, happiness is a currency. And I know you've heard me say that before. Happiness mm-hmm. is absolutely a currency because let's say you're making 75 grand, but you hate 75% of your job. Is right. The money's not going to make you feel feel better. No, it's not so, worth it. And your your health will erode. You'll go to the doctor more. You'll go to therapy more. You'll overspend to make yourself try to feel better. And before you know it, that money is is gone and it's not worth the value of what you're actually being paid. It, right. But the employer has all of the power. I, this always comes up when I'm when I follow sports stuff and baseball owners have been accused of being super cheap over the last, you know, 10 years or so ago. And there's the, the word collusion where they privately work together to keep to suppress costs and, and, and salary. And it's unethical and probably illegal in some ways, but baseball owners are, I think, smart enough to get around that. But guess what? They're the owners. Like, they're the employers. Yeah. They can pay yeah. you whatever you want. And it, it, it sucks. Like, I know this has come up with... The minor, minor league baseball, a lot of it's going to go away, but there's been a lot of um, discussion in the last couple of years about minor league baseball players and guys in the mud hens make like a thousand dollars a month for six months a year. And they're working what, what amounts to like 70, 80 hour weeks with travel and everything else. And, and they're making, if you do the, 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 by the hour, they're making like $4 an hour. And this sounds awful, but it, I just think. I, you're chasing your dream, but you've got to decide is chasing your dream worth it? Cause you have the right to walk away from this. You can do something else. Right. Yeah. I mean, like it's a difficult thing, really, truly it is. But at the end of the day, like I just, I, I just have to, I mean, also you have to blame his people a little bit for it too, because I'm pretty sure if people are like, you know, you'll make this up. He may have complained to them about it. And now that I think about it, but they were probably like, you know, you can make this up at conventions, but I, which I think would be a smack in the face, but yeah, at the end of the day, man, like your life is in your hand. And if you see something that isn't fitting to you and it just doesn't sit well with you, you have the opportunity to back out. But you take what's given to you and you run with it or you just step back. I think it's really hard, you know, and it, and we have to say with a grain of salt, too, because throughout Hollywood, like people have always been kind of treated shittily for the most part. Like me, women, people of color, all that good stuff and things people have been always put down. Even A-list stars have been put down more so than some others. Uh, because of their like nationality or sexual orientation, whatever the case may be. So like I say with a grain of salt, but you do always have that option. They even said it too. A lot of them have, especially like 
people like Viola Davis and uh, like um, some some other people, some trans people, they say, you know, I always had an opportunity to not take this job, but I felt like it was something that if I didn't take the job, I wasn't able to then show the talent and what I what I could do and what people of my community could do yeah. in front mm-hmm. of a camera. There's so a, like they took those jobs because they wanted to. There was a bigger picture than them for it. Yeah, there, so it's just right. hard. There's more than what goes into your bank account in yeah. in the job, how they can raise yeah. the profile and open doors for others. And that, that's a much more moral discussion than this. I, I'm talking about, like, in, in a lot of ways, just the average person. Like, And maybe this is just being a misguided 22-year-old. And I'm not, I'm obviously not anymore, but I don't even think I thought that way then. But just because it's your dream job doesn't entitle you to what you think you should make. Yeah. And the two don't always they're not always congruent they don't always go together and then you have to just because you think you have your dream job doesn't mean that you're going to get x amount of dollars you might have to go okay like what i've said i'm not going to make this but i'll make this but i'm doing what i've always loved and you again also have the right to walk away from that if you're not being paid what you believe you should be paid and guess what you might not work your dream or ideal job because the money just isn't right for you like they, they're not yeah. always going to sync up and you can't right. stand there and pout and go this is what i've always wanted to do great well this is I, what we want to pay you, you i mean what? i can't what? i, I can't think right now of like any specific artist on top of my head but i know for a fact that there have been like artists who have made bomb ass music have have made like Chop tarting music, or wow, I didn't say that right. Chart topping music, <laughs> and um, and like literally, they get to a point where they're just like, "This is too much. Like, this is bullshit. Like, to to live this life and to be in this community and to be around these people who want to do nothing but take and take advantage of you and not treat you properly and get as much out as they can out of you without giving anything back. Like, it's too much." And they're just like, "I'm done. Like, it was my dream job. It was something I really wanted to do. I achieved something. I enjoyed it." But it's not worth my my health. But it's not worth me as a person yeah. to continue doing that. Be- and I I applaud that. I think that's awesome. Be- Bethany, like, let's say that one day you know Gurky retires or, or dies from partying or in a skydiving accident, which is he will go out in in a in a, in a blaze <laughs> of glory. Like I see Gurky dying like by by falling into a volcano or something. And they're and they're like, Bethany, we'd like you to assume this position. And is something like that your dream job or a goal? Um. Uh, All right, never not, mind. We'll, we'll not, just say, not, we'll took you too long. I'll just say not. No, and it's it's come up before. We'll say um, hypothetically. I, like I would say probably not, only because I know where my strengths lie, and I feel like my strengths are more in like the behind the scenes, like. Like I'm I'm not I'm not the front person. Like I'm creative and everything, but like You're not the face I, of things. I, right, right. Like I'm the I'm the I'm Oz. Like I'm behind the curtain <laughs> picking up all the pieces, like moving all like the you, buttons. No, I you're get the it. stage hand. Yeah, and, you're a stage manager. That's yeah, great. and I, I just I yeah. I know that like I know the the type of work that I really enjoy doing and I I wouldn't want to take like a a quote unquote promotion like that just because of a title and maybe a pay raise 
when I know that like the best work that I do is in a certain other area. Right. So, well, let me let me hypothetically throw this throw this at you. At TSA, they give you that job. Like they basically make you like the producer, the executive director of all details at TSA. And you're like, wow, this is an awesome opportunity. This is always what I've wanted to do. I can be Gerky's boss. I can be the puppet master. And it's an inc an incredible opportunity. And they're like, look, this is a lifetime job. When you take this thing, like you get to be the nuts and bolts person to glue everything together you seal the envelope for tsa and let's say hypothetically you're like wow this is this is my dream job this is completely ideal this is what i've always gotten my foot in the door here to work for and then they offer you what they offer you uh compensation wise and it's not what you want and then you you, you wouldn't say this but i'm just saying hypothetically you go well this is my dream job this is what i've always wanted this money won't work so I mean you either negotiate <laughs> you either negotiate yeah. what you want or or a compromise or they go look this is the number you either take what you say is your dream job or not. And yeah, companies well, yeah, com I, I, companies use I, your passion I, against you cuz everybody do. wants to save money, but yeah. at the end of the day, like with Philip buying a car, you can walk away. You just because it's your dream job or ideal doesn't mean you're going to make what you think you should. Well, right. And I I feel like, you know, when when that negotiation happens like you sit down and you you have to bring in all the factors like how long have you worked for this company how long have you you know have have you shown loyalty and all these things and you go to the table with everything that you have behind you and you say this is this is what I would want to do this they can say yes or they can say no and then you decide if it's worth it i mean yeah, you can't you can't force them to give you any more money. They they're gonna give you what they can give you. Sometimes yeah. it's probably not enough, and sometimes it's probably actually less than what they can give you. But it's what they're willing to give you, and, and then you you just have to decide if it's worth it or not. They hold. And sometimes it's not. They hold the employer. This is why I have sympathy for unions, but I don't necessarily support them because I think they're kind of fruitless and they're like paper tigers. I see it all the day, unfortunately, with a lot of the Blade people who are in a union, but they have no power. Unfortunately, over the last 50, 60, 70 years of big business, uh, businesses and corporations and maybe even some, some government have, have squashed uh, the collective power of, of employees. And I was talking to Melissa about this last night. We can wrap up here in a couple of minutes because she moved to Knight's and she's like, I don't know if I, she, she was, she's always been unsure, you know, what she wants to do long-term. And I get it. You know, a lot of that, a lot of that times that's your, that's your head talking. Um, I've thought that it, I thought about this, like with me, like if I up and left or for whatever reason, obviously the morning show is not here anymore, but if I up and left or if I got let go, Philip, you know what this is like, cause you've been around it enough. If even in a higher profile, higher visibility job like this, for a couple days, people would be, there'd be a lot of out, outcry. People would be sad, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Why did you take this person off the air? Why did you fire Melissa Andrews, blah, blah, blah. Why did she leave? I miss her. And then you know what? Within, within two months, it wouldn't matter. Something else would be there. And unfortunately, that's, mm -hmm. what, that's what corporations have created. They have so much power. I mean, the only kinds of employees that have that kind of leverage are the ones that bring in massive amounts Millions. of massive Millions amounts of, of or, or whatever it is, whatever the big percentage is of what that company does. But companies have limited those opportunities. 
And to your point, Philip, like the only people who can pull that shit is like LeBron James and people at his level. But again, a lot yeah. of companies haven't allowed, like if the number one professor at UT or the number one doctor at uh, ProMedica left, people would be upset. They'd be like, he, he kept me alive. He was my heart surgeon, blah, blah, blah. People, there'd be an outcrying. There'd be a lot of emails to Randy Ostra. And then you know what? In two months, people would get the fuck over it because they have made these brands bigger than the individuals. So I'm sorry. That's very depressing. No, I mean it's true. It's all true. We're, there's not there's not too many Beyonces and Lebrons in the world. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that I don't want to say the game is rigged. Um, and the old Biggie line, like don't hate the player, hate the game. But it fits. This is how the world, unfortunately, has been constructed. And this is why you should really consider finding a trade rather going into hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt for a job that is not going to pay you enough to pay that thing off. Right. Everybody have a great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, it gets you thinking though. That's all. It makes you think what your worth actually is. Yeah. That's that's depressing. Having to think about what your worth is. That's fucking depressing. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, it's never as much as, as you think it is. Like, I've been thinking about exactly. a lot of things since the, the show's true, gone away. True. And so many people have reached out, that, like, I missed you in the morning, you know, uh, I don't like you playing more music, I want you to talk about stuff. And look, as much as those people carry some clout and sway or, and are important, at the end of the day, it don't fucking matter. I am just a <laughs> dot on this CEO's spreadsheet. And oh, if yeah. I were to tell her, yeah. hey, the, the, some listen- the, the people who really like me don't like me playing so many songs in the afternoon, she'd be like, who are you? T- I'm taking him off the spreadsheet we're gonna save his money and it won't fucking matter yeah well because and and it's not gonna matter unless all of the listeners say something right and, and even then it might not change anything yeah so. absolutely no one is irreplaceable like another example that isn't so selfish if Beth- bethany gurky is beloved right 100%. If TSA fire, if like some venture capitalist came over and took over TSA or you guys are funded by BGSU, right? Uh, no, we're, they just authorize our charter. Got it. Okay. Well, I'll, let's say somebody came in cause I, all school, every, every business is struggling and some spreadsheet reader, some financial came, a financial person came in and said, boy, you guys are like, this is not working. You know, we're going to lose a lot of people. And let's say they let go of Gherky. Um, There would be internet outrage. They would probably burn the school down. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and but, then, and but. Then, and then a month later, things would go on as normal, as beloved as he is. Well, yeah. I mean, they would try to burn the school down. And a whole bunch of people would leave, but then they would continue with whatever was left. Right. Because so. the, ma- the math makes the decisions. I'll, Bethany, I will completely use that example. So I'm sure Gerke probably gets paid pretty well. Not rich, but but pretty well. Not enough. Not, but, you know. I'm sure he gets paid well and probably a, a lot more than a lot of people in that building. And if somebody was looking at a spreadsheet, they'd be like, who is this? 
who is this Gierke person or this this mm-hmm. jerk? Like we, he's making a lot. Like we're gonna get rid of him. And um, you go, hey, if you get rid of Dave Gierke, they're gonna burn parts of the school down. So then they'll look on the on the spreadsheet and go, let's see, they, if they burn all this down, we'll we'll have to pay for this, but we save this much. So we actually come out. We actually we don't come out ahead, but we're not losing as much as we would. So they make the decision, and it sucks. Sure. But that's, a, that's how business works now, and it's fucking awful and immoral yeah. and unethical. Yeah. But that that's the professional world these days yep 100 percent. i hear you have a great weekend <laughs> <laughs> philip what are you what are you doing this weekend uh i got a photo shoot tomorrow and i'm gonna probably do something with well no i have to wait apparently danny's taking me tour for my birthday but he won't tell me where and it doesn't involve an airplane so i'm gonna stress out about that for the next few days too so it involves clowns Oh, nope, nope. He will not have a, nope, I will leave what, him. What I'll day? be back in Toledo so quick. Your birthday, like 22nd, 23rd, 25th? 23rd. It's the 23rd. Oh. Next ha- Wednesday. Happy early birthday. I'll text you then, though. Thanks. But Happy birthday. Uh, Bethany, uh, weekend plans, are you going to do that, the WAGS thing? I am. I'm going to go check that out, get our goodie bag, and then the plan is to go to McQueen's Apple Orchard because in case I don't make it for the festival which I don't want to be around those people. Uh, we're going to pick all our apples that aren't red delicious and <laughs> make a bunch of uh, apple strudel, and it's going to be amazing. That's Oh, and I have to get donuts because that's just... Will you, will will you, you do a do. video of your, your, your gorging that you do for multiple restaurants? <laughs> Dude, I can't. I, there's no way I could do it. Do it. No right. way. Do it. I always. What are you doing this weekend, Eric? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I have to be in here tomorrow to help out with something, and I. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I never do. Never do anything. I'm, I'm just laying low. Um. I mean, you don't have to get up early on Monday. You like can. You can go wild this weekend. You oh, can I go know. out in a mask and have drinks. Um, it's gonna be sunny, nice and cool. Sweater I, weather. I did force myself. To watch a, a, a pretty much a whole day of football last week, which I haven't been able to do before because I've always just said, "Yeah, I can't stay up anyway. I got to be up early." So, I mean, I took a little bit of. An- I did invite Sean Hegarty over because I have the the package where I can watch out of market games, and I invited him to come watch the Eagles game. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. look, it's it's just it's just me, and it, it kind of sucks. Oh, and I don't think you guys are up to date on this, but the person that I was dating, I really fucked that up, and it's in a better place now, but we are not going to be seeing each other anymore. Oh, no. So, totally my fault. I, I did, Philip, I did as awful a thing as I've ever did to somebody. Oh, I can't oh. wait to hear this one. Rot roll. It's on the podcast, so I, I'll give you guys the short version, because... I don't know. We're an hour and a half into this. I don't know if anybody's made it. I um, I was so delirious with sleep last week because I had gotten up to at like 4.30. At night, I got into talking with her friend about normal shit because she had gotten cheated on or dumped. And I was like, hey, I flirted with her. Um, it is oh, Mallory's Eric. good friend. Wah, wah. Um, like she was flirting back with you or you were just like flirting did, with her? She wasn't like... She, she was surprised that I was interested in her. So she was not like blocking it at all. 
So, but you and Matt, but you and this girl that you were seeing, like you guys had decided not to be together right now because there, she had a lot of stuff she had to deal with, right? It, it wasn't that. I, I was always. It was open. just that it was her friend, right? I, yeah, I could have done okay. this to, to anybody on the planet, and right. I, I felt so bad about it on Tuesday. And Mallory hadn't spoken to me, but she often does that. I just blurted it all out and. It hit her like a ton of bricks because her friend hadn't told her. And mm-hmm. she said some things to me that, like, she said, what did she say? She said, you need to stop giving, I'm using a bad voice, but you, you need to stop giving advice to people because you're not very good at it. And, <laughs> like, a laundry list of other stuff. And I deserved every word of it. And yeah. fast forward to Wednesday, she's like, I regret some of, saying some of those things. Um. And she said, I'm sorry that I couldn't be as available as you wanted, blah, blah, blah. But we're in a better spot. I won't date her anymore because I, I threw that away. But I hope, yeah. I think we're in a spot where I can text and go, look, you know, if you ever need anything, you can call on me. And she'd be like, I, I appreciate that. But yeah, she said some things and I deserved every, every single word she said. Yeah, that's, that's not good. <laughs> Party I mean, at least you guys were able to see, I, I applaud you. I don't applaud you because of what you did. Like you failed, but I applaud you for being the one to come out and tell her, her friends should have oh, been the yeah, person to tell sure. her. I'm just saying for real, but I applaud you for yes. doing that. And I applaud you for taking that L like a pro because a lot of people, now I'm not saying man, but a lot of people would not have done that. And the fact that True. she could say what she wanted to get it off her chest without you telling her off again or whatever, like that's also a plus. And the fact that you guys came back and you both apologized for doing things that you probably shouldn't have done and you're able to now like at least not have bad blood between the two of you like that that's some adult type shit high five yeah well you know me I am almost honest well I am honest to a fault and I couldn't my my conscience couldn't deal with having done this to somebody that I Mm -hmm. I do care about she's she's great um and when she was yelling at me, I did not do any, yeah, but wait, because nothing I said made it excusable. Let me read you some of these. Um, last text. You are literally the biggest piece of shit. And I know some real pieces of work. Like, hold on. It's, Sorry, that's so funny. Like a literal ball of slime. I don't have a lot of regrets, but letting you physically inside my body is tops at this point. How can you say you actually cared about me is the biggest lie. You should stop giving people advice about anything because you aren't even a decent person. It's a lesson learned for me, though, because I totally thought you were trustworthy. I shared extremely personal things with you. I was so open with you, and I never saw this coming from you. Shame on me. Thanks for being a real hard lesson and introduction to the dating world. So, like, two things. First... She's fucking hilarious. Three things, actually. Second, um, you know, it's 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 a thing that I hate that people say because you know, like Oprah gives great advice, but obviously she doesn't always follow all of it because her personal life is not the best. So, like, it's it's really easy to give somebody something on an outside perspective, but to live that way and to think somebody can live that way, it's like that's not, that's hard. So I never come at anybody that way. Um, that, and the third her, thing, go ahead. Her thing was pure emotion, so I, yeah. I didn't take it. Literally, I know yeah. I had a lapse in judgment. That doesn't mean that I, I can't offer insight to people. The third thing is that, like, I don't know if she did this. Probably not. But, like, I'm the type of person to where, like, whenever I'm upset and I'm sending messages, like, when I was having my issues with Mitchell, I'd have, like, Sam on one shoulder and Dom on the other one. I'd be like, listen to this before I send it. You are <laughs> literally the biggest piece of shit. Is that good? Is that That's good, right? Okay. <laughs> like. I feel like she had that. She had somebody's support system behind her, just making sure that she was sending out coherent shit. So high five to that too. 
Yeah, oh. I, 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 fe- I felt awful about it, and but I felt good knowing that I, I did the right thing, and I think that that's why, yeah. I think that is why the, the universe maybe compelled her to say, hey, I regretted those things, but what you did, is, and I, again, the only thing I, I guess, walked back with her, tried to explain the uh, of, of any of this, was she said something about how it hurt her that, I had been talking to her earlier in the early in the day and I just spoke to her friend later on and then I had been chatting with her friend at other times. I was like, hold on a second. The only if you ask her what we were talking about is, are you okay? What kind of mood is she doing? How is she? Because I cared about her that I said, your the only thing your friend would say about me is, wow, he really likes you. He's really concerned about you. And she didn't shoot that down, so that made me be happy. She need to check her friend too, because her friend seems to be a real piece of work as well. Uh, yep, yep. I I don't know about. I mean, everybody's got their stuff. So, mm-hmm. have a great weekend <laughs> for the fourth time. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. guys. Uh, I'll have a good. No, really, have a good weekend. Yeah, I will. You, you have a great weekend too. Do something with yourself. Don't sit inside. Take the dogs to right. the thing that Bethany was talking about. Do something. It's, it's virtual. We'll watch it over oh. the internet. We'll do that too. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll talk to you in Texas soon. Bye. Bye.